tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langser. Uh, so today's topic is a good one. Should we roll right into it? As we have four viewers and... Uh, hey, all you four viewers, share this bad boy. Let them know we're rock and rolling. What's up, Shawnee? And, How are you, bro? And Big Daddy's one of them. Actually, yes. I think Big Daddy's going to love this one. And I think that our, our viewers are going to love this one. I think this is an important one, guys. So... Do we know what episode we're on so that I can appropriately? Are we in the are we in the seventies? Seventy eight, late late seventies, seventy eight. So let's uh, let's do it. What do you think? Can I? Can yeah, I, 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 I want to know what's going on with your hair, by the way. I love I'm, it. I love just it. saying hi. It's so good. good. I'm I'm actually I, I love that Dylan has great height, volume, the thickness is awesome. And he's also able to still cut his hair short on the sides and back, you know, like when you get to but be now, uh, close to 40 like me, I got to be careful with that, man. I'm starting to show so, like a little bit of the age. So so now like the problem is that now it's at a weird length where like I have like one curl that just doesn't want to cooperate. So now oh, yeah, that's why. Yo, it's winter, bro. Wool hats, bro, all day for the next like three months or, you know, like Langster's got it on lock, but he doesn't even have anything under there. He just knows how to do it. I just throw the hat on and call it a day. brush of this. this is <laughs> pretty messy too so. I, I like Mike's hair man D do you cut it yourself uh, it I use, but not anymore no, Mike I love that Mike if he really wanted to could grow hair like me like literally like shoulder like he actually has pictures of it from back in the day it's crazy he just chooses to go with the shortcuts this close to what up Andrea this close uh, it off. Uh, yeah. hang on yeah. Um, yo we've been doing enough podcasts to know turn off the phones I know it's only telemarketers now, anyway. Actually, that was one of the things that I got on my phone that I'm using for my light. Hold up, hold up, hold up. That was that was a call from the STS management company. It was a nice recording, and yeah, I just pulled that off the hook. So, guys, once again, uh -huh. we're back. It's mastering mitzvahs. We're obviously gonna get into our cast momentarily. Um, if you're jumping on the stream and you're checking us out, make sure you like it, you share it, get it out there. All things bar and bat mitzvah. If it's your first time tuning in. Welcome. Uh, if it's not, welcome back. We see some familiar faces already checking in. Thank you so much. And uh, like Dylan said before, when we first started, we got a great topic today. What up, Earn? Big Earn. Big Earn, where you at? This uh, like now, bro. He's like this guy's like traveling the world, dude. Earns all over the place. If you're following this guy, super cool story, awesome business model, and just taking it on the road. I, I want to know where you are, man. Where you at? Where you waking up this morning, dude? So or this afternoon. I, I I am really really passionate about this topic uh today guys um so i i'm going to put it out there and i'm gonna look right down the barrel of the camera and talk to all of our peoples nice. share this video with your friends today it could not be a more relevant topic i know we're gonna talk bar about messages but this is something you can use all across the private event industry um that has guests of honors or or focal point people because today we're talking about anxiety what comes with it and how to cope and then how to as event professionals can best serve our clients who who have anxiety so with that said ready let the anxiety begin <laughs> welcome 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 friends family 
the digital age group of people we love so much. Um, Mastering Myths was episode 78. My name is Dylan Westman along with Mike Langsner, Jordan Marshall, and a slew of people online. Checking yeah, we got some people, man. This we got we got we got some uh, some entertainment royalty here, man. Kevin Garrity, Big Earn. What up, guys? Thanks for joining us. So that is our official start to today. And guys, it could not be a more relevant topic. So I'm gonna frame this thing and then I want you jumping in. All right. With 2020 being what it was, and and living with a mental health professional in my household, being my wife, um, I'm seeing more and more cases of anxiety, um, mental, you know, you know, mental challenges that come with 2020 coronavirus and things of that nature. Um, it's becoming more and more real. And I think now more than ever, we as professionals need to address the elephant in the room, which is what do we do for bar and bat mitzvahs when the guest of honor or part of their family is someone who has anxiety. And I'm not talking about like the, the anxiety that everyone feels every day. I'm also talking about the ones that are debilitating, especially when it comes to formalities, things like um, grand entrances, candlelighting, horror, montages, speeches. Um, so I'm going to tell you a quick story about this weekend. I'm getting ready to do a virtual bar bat mitzvah and the bat mitzvah girl is, um, was really, really, really nervous, really, really, really anxious. And I'm not sure if something that she's always had or something that she was developing, but what the parents did, which was so smart is brought the bat mitzvah girl to do her portion, her bat mitzvah Torah portion at the synagogue on the Bema with no one else in the room. And she just did it until she was perfect and they recorded it and gave me the video. And now I'm going to overlay that in their virtual stream. It's one less thing for the bot mitzvah girl to worry about. And I got a message from the mom and she said, Dylan, I cannot thank you enough for encouraging our daughter to do it that way so that she now can breathe easy and enjoy her celebration day being this Saturday. I'm going to pause you. I'm going to pause you for just a second, Dylan, in, as we're doing more and more virtual events across the realm of types of events, the more pre-recorded content that we could get, the less anxiety anybody has, including ourselves as the technicians that are running it, less things can go wrong. So in event planning as a whole, you always have to weigh the risks of every step of the way. And, uh, you know, from live events to virtual events, you know, where is the risk worth taking? Where can you bend the tradition a little bit? Um, and what can you do? I mean, I've seen at weddings a best man that would show a filmed speech because he knew it could be better if he rehearsed it, scripted it, and showed it on the TV screen, even though he was there live in person. So uh, what what you're saying makes great point, man. And really, and, and I also think us too, that's a great, great um you know, addition, Mike, I think also the, the the third point to kind of put around that is to kind of take it back to us as entertainers as well, too. I think the more patience that we can have um, on the fly, off the cuff with our clients, with the people that are going to bat, you know, doing these events full on before we were in the state that we were, where everything's virtual, it was hard enough as it was, you know, sometimes you would get out there and you would have, you know, family members, uh, people that would be giving speeches 
up there talking, you know, carrying these responsibilities of being a best man or a maid of honor or, you know, uh, a father or uh, a mother at, at a bar bat mitzvah. And they had never spoke like that before, never been up there, you know, presenting, you know, to their friends, to their family members. It's tough, you know, for us, for people like Dylan, like you and myself, man, I mean, like we're can't pay us to stop talking, you know what I mean? Whether you like it or not. So, you know, I think for us where it's maybe a little bit more, I guess a little bit easier for us to jump into that. I think patience and just a, a, a sign of, Hey, I'm, I'm here with you. I got you. You know, we're going to get through this is kind of good too. again, showing people that we're human beings all while combining it with technology, I think is a, is a great well-rounded approach. So that's exactly the point guys. That's exactly the point. So I, I think when we umbrella this topic as anxiety, when it comes to guest of honor, I think my biggest point here is families know your kid and know yourself. Okay. The type of people who uh, hyper-focus on, oh my God, what if I mess up? Let's alleviate the idea of them messing up by giving them a safe space to rehearse or a safe space to do um, their portion or their, for example, uh, the the barrier of technology has been lifted. We can do some cool um, pre-recorded candle lightings. What if that was a point of anxiety for them? Yep. I think the big tip here, and Mike, I need you to comment on this because you're the most logical person there is. I need you to comment on this. The big tip here is where the point of anxiety is, alleviate that point and your entire celebration becomes more enjoyable. So alleviate so here, that point. Here comes my logic. This is a celebration. It's, it's a rite of passage. It shouldn't come with astronomical stress. A lot of the stress that kids or families, parents are feeling are brought on by themselves. They feel like they have to be perfect. They have to live up to expectations that have been set forth. But the reality is this is your world. This is your celebration. Do it the way that you want. And, you know, I, I think I'm thinking to the live in-person events, you know, when a family member says, I don't want to go up in the chair. I feel uh, I, I'm scared. You know, I, what if they drop me? Uh, I'm so uh, I, like the anxiety to go up in a chair. So just don't do it. I mean, just don't do it. You don't have to uh, like nobody's forcing you to go up in that chair. Um, you know, a grand entrance or, or, or Jordan, I know you're going to chat for it, but listen, you guys know I'm not really a dancer, you know, like mm -hmm. a, it's just not my thing. Well, now wait a second, Mike. Yeah, I've seen that. All right. So but you know, even even weddings, you know, a bride or groom, like maybe they don't want to be in the spotlight or they don't want to, you know, do a, you know, giant ballroom dance in front of everybody. Like you don't have to. Well, well Mike, I got, you know what, just to add on to what you're saying, cause it's so, you're smashing it out of the park right now. Um, this is pretty fitting. I, I just got off the phone with a, a mitzvah client that we're looking to, um, you know, do a, a bar mitzvah with that has pushed back their event, you know, two times now. So when they're realistically going to be having their bar mitzvah for their son, this kid's going to be, you know, getting ready to be 15 years old. So now he's at a point where maybe it's a little embarrassing. Like, why am I even having a bar mitzvah now at 15 years old? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, my friends aren't really going to appreciate it. So, you know, are there any suggestions that I guess we can give as, as pros to our families about how to kind of you know, steer around that, how to, I mean, I don't want to say troubleshoot it because it's not a problem, but it, it's definitely something that is, you know, very evident. Like it's tough, like growing up nowadays, man, with social media in your face and, you know, the biggest things that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are doing all over the place. You're trying, like as a kid, as a, 
you know, a, 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 an adolescent developing into a teenager, you're trying to make your mark. You're trying not to be that guy that, you know, you want to talk to everybody and be in it and kind of relevant, you know what I mean? So now going almost back in time to produce this event that should have happened two years ago, people are going to be like, well, what does that mean? What are you even doing? So, you know, I think have to be called a bar mitzvah though. I mean, right. we, we were in an email group the other day with a client and they just said, they're going to celebrate all things, Jonathan. Like, right. You know, I, I suggest they call it the F the Rona party. Like, yeah. You know, like really just, you know, it's, it's gone. Thank God. You know, F 22 or 2020, like have a party to have a party, you know, and a lot of people have already invested a lot of money in their parties and the monies are spent celebrate celebrate life you know taking a page out of our friend marcello's book literally celebrate life <laughs> it's a great it's a great read right now for everybody who hasn't done it the title page but so that, that's the point and and going back to anxiety dylan i'll pass it to you in a second why why should you have anxiety over this like why does it have to be picture perfect the way that somebody designed it somewhere you know just do it your way and and uh, you know, if you have a son or a daughter that's, you know, stressed about, um, you know, the, the Torah reading or stressed about the candle lighting, figure out an alternative. And I, I think that's one of the best parts about virtual right now is you could do some really cool stuff on virtual because it's, there is no um, uh, right way or wrong way. It, it's all new. It's all unfolding live as, as it's happening. So be the trendsetter, you know, create your own way. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's exactly right. Well said. well said. That's exactly right. So uh, let's 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 bring it home with the idea that there's no right way. There's only the best way for your child. And was, if there's even a little bit of debilitation, you've already set yourself up for a really stressful time. And it and it could be from a speech perspective. It could be from a candlelighting perspective. It could be from a perspective. And I think that's where you have to lean on each other and also know what your where the point of contention is. Um, so let's let's take the Torah reading for an example. The meaning behind it of reading from a Torah is really important to have. Do it in front of an entire congregation is not necessarily the right but all the time. It, like you can ask any rabbi worth their salt, it's more important to read from the Torah than to read from the Torah in front of your people. Um, so like get the get that part done so that you get the meaning behind it. Let's think about a candle lighting. It's more important to honor those who have helped uplift your child than it is for it to happen in real time for the photo for the, in front of everyone. So like find another creative way of doing it, whether it be shooting a cool video or um, allowing a, a text to play service to roll in, um, or you maybe you designate those who would have been honored with um, a candle with a cool swag item, you know, um, or, so or you can even flip it and, and even make it about the people too, Dylan. Maybe the video is the people and those 13 candles are stitched together and it's all testimonial videos in order of the people yeah. you would have had. You know, throw it back. You mean omit, almost omit, and, and not omitting the guest of honor because obviously that's what it's all about. But like you said, you know, maybe flip it and, and bring the family members in. So there's there's a there's a, a point in my brain that says, but it's they're the honor. They're not going to avoid the spotlight. It's them. It's all about them. Yeah, you're right. And no one's going to mistake this event for being anything other than about them. So even if you change the game a little bit by providing another outlet to do uh, the different formalities that you want, to have, that's okay. That's okay. No one's going to forget that it's 
Johnny's bar mitzvah or Lauren's sweet 16 or Sam and Kate's wedding. No one's going to forget that by not doing it the way that it's always been done. There's no I, right way I, to do something. There's only the best yep. way so far. And I know it sounds crazy too, Dil, but and and Mike, but we're in a time right now where people are listening and and not being more accepted, but literally like I think getting more in depth with ideas more now than ever. So you know now is definitely the perfect time to unroll stuff like this. Yeah, Mike, you're you're quiet. Why are you so quiet? It's not, not a down. Well, he's on a he's on a podcast with me and you, Dil. Yeah, it, it, it is tough to get some words in here. <laughs> I mean, you want to um, add Big Daddy to this? He was watching before. Then we don't even need Mike, you know? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm taking it all in because, uh, you know, I I just think about all the stress, man. It's still not worth it. And I think if anything comes out of 2020 in a positive is that people are going to really be able to weigh now what's more important, you know, and not to take away from any of the other segments of the industry, whether it's the quality of the food or the presentation or what the invitations look like or the linen or the centerpieces. At this point, people just want to gather, period. Like, Agreed. you know, so where the gathering is or what the dress looks like or how much money you spent on makeup or hair, maybe that's less important these days. And and just the, the reality of 2020 is right now we do want to be with our friends. We do want to be with our family. And I, you know, we realize how vital that is to our lives way right. more than, again, the type of shoes you're wearing or, you know, what the centerpiece looks like. And, and again, I don't want to take away from those um, industries because they, they are certainly super important. But right now, life, life has been taken from us to some extent. We need to bring it back. And, and there's no reason to be stressed over this stuff. Um, that, that's what drives me crazy. And that's that's what I'm thinking about as I'm listening to you guys. It's agreed. Agreed. Really well put. That That's that's right. Uh, look, let's remember why we're doing this celebration. Uh, remember who we're doing it for. And let's do it for the right reasons. Let's do it for the right reasons. And I, I think if you do those, if you do those I, things, it's hard to, it's hard to, develop the anxiety pieces that would be debilitating to your event. So what some of the feedback I've seen from the families that have done micro mitzvahs or micro weddings is they didn't want to do it initially, but they just, they, they just wanted to celebrate or burn off their money that they spent or whatever it is. And they, they felt pressured into doing this style of event, but the, um, the afterthought is, Oh my God, this was actually so fun. I didn't have to worry about all the fluff. I didn't have to worry about, you know, this giant audience that I had to, you know, entertain. I was truly with my closest friends and closest family. Um, and there's something to be said, said about that. I mean, in reality, you know, how many people are truly that close to you? You know, when you start making your invite list, think about it. And, and people joke about having an A list and a B list and a C list. But if you could be with your A list, and, and that is your closest friends, your closest family. That's real. Like that's, that's a real celebration. And, and again, anxiety goes away when think about the anxiety, when you're putting your invitations together for any event, do you invite your coworkers? Do you invite the spouses of the coworkers? Do you invite, you know, like that's where it starts getting anxiety in, in my mind too. Cause now you're also thinking about the cost, mm, every extra person's $150 more, you know, like, you know, do, do I have to invite grandma's friends that she insists that I invite? You know, 
let's take all that away. Let's just celebrate. So it's a great idea. Shirt, by the way, this, this, this says it all. This is a mitzvah shirt. Let's just party hard. You know, this is a mitzvah yeah. shirt on a Wednesday, baby. 10, 6, 18. So, <laughs> so we're, we're coming, we're coming up to the close here, guys. Um, and I want to bring it back to the first point that I had made and um, offer offer our services more than just entertainers because we've seen it all, right? Um, find the point that's giving you the anxiety by asking yourself what is keeping you up at night? What are the things that you worry about? Is it cost effectiveness? Is it value effectiveness? Is it speaking in front of people? What is it? And then talk to a vendor who's professional, experienced, that you trust whether it be us or someone else and come up with creative ways where you can feel better about those situations. I mean, we would have never been able to, to dissect the idea of maybe pre-recording the Torah service until I had known that that was something that was causing an issue anxiety. Right. Yeah. And now this bot mitzvah girl, now this bot mitzvah girl is going to shine brighter than, than she ever would have had that weight been on her shoulders for that much longer. So agreed. And, and you know what, too, Dylan, just to, to hit that, because you're right on it right now. I think that families as a whole, like lean on. A, I know for me, I know when I like, you know, last night I had, I had a virtual appointment with a client and um, the young man, the bar mitzvah boy to be was on the call. Now, I know by having me there and us being able to go back and forth, I was able to see his excitement. I kind of saw his mannerisms a little bit. Um, and although I'm not a qualified therapist, thank God. Um, I am able to like kind of, you know, feel these kids out a little bit and kind of see their emotion uh, and what they wear on their face and kind of what their demeanor is. And it allows me to kind of jump in properly and make him more comfortable and talk about the things that he loves. So, you know, as, as entertainers and Dylan, I know you're the exact same way. I know like you almost take on a mini therapist role too um, with your kids and your families. And it's tremendous because that I think is a silent trend that most families don't even know that we're, we're willing to do. Like if you, you know, if, you, if your young son or daughter is having a rough go of it and they're really like excited, but they're nervous. Hey, Jordan, would you mind taking like, you know, 10, 15 minutes during the week and, you know, just get on the phone with, with Sam. Gas them up. Gas them up. Yeah. How many times have you gassed up your kids, Dale? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and your family. Right. So like, you know, lean on us just for that. Just like almost like an entertainment pep talk and do it with all your vendors. Just like Dylan was saying before, you know, uh, whatever it has to do with, reach out to them and get that pep talk. If you, chances are you have the right vendors booked. They're going to do this for you. This is a something that, you know, we as talents and we as people in this entertainment industry thrive on, you know, so definitely roll out like that. And I would say, you know, uh, make it an open thing. Go for it. That, that's such a good point, Jordan. And it brings me, kids don't want to hear from their parents, but if they hear right. it from an outside source, they take it differently. And, and it reminds me of the, the DJ summer camp that we did and, and it's such a comparable story. But, um, you know, one of the kids that, that I was teaching, you know, how to DJ, he had a, I'd rather not say, but he had a silly name that he wanted to call himself, DJ, whatever. And his mom says, dude, you can't use that name. It's just not appropriate. Whatever, bro. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I, but when you explained it to him. I said to him, hey, man, like, I think you need a different DJ name. Like, it's just not appropriate. Like, nobody's going to hire you for a Sweet 16 with such, like, a, a, a rancid name. And he goes, all right, cool. I, I'll consider that. And his mom, like, was like, I don't know what you did, Mike, but he listened to you. So that Jordan, your point, and I've heard you and Dylan both do this. You guys are so good gassing up the kids and making them feel like a million bucks. That that's the tip of the episode, if you ask me. You know, 
think outside of the inner circle to fix anxiety issues. I, I think that's the way to recap uh, and yeah. big tip that I want to leave you with. So, so love it. I I love this topic, guys. I'm so glad that we got a chance to cover it. It's not the most exciting topic, but it's a topic that I think relates to every single type of private event, specifically bar and bat mitzvahs. So I want to thank your candidness. I want to thank the listeners and the people who have participated online. Um, you can catch us all things explosive at XE events. Um, so please, please, please reach out to us. We're so excited to move through December and get ourselves back in gear for 2021. Move and move and move and move. So, so for Mike Langsner, Jordan Marshall, my name is Dylan Weissman. So for episode 78 of Mastering Men, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you real soon. Later.